go. <laughs> if you want to uh, get involved, then why not? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hello, you are listening to Off Radar with me, James Smith. Me, Neil Brock. And me, James Etop. It's a movie podcast! We can do characters that fly and shoot laser beams and do woo! Beneath all of that, it's all about friendship. Playing the drums until his hands are bleeding. Each week, one of us picks a movie that all three of us either haven't seen in many years, or in some cases, haven't seen at all. We each head off and watch the chosen movie, return to the microphone, then waffle about it for your listening pleasure. Furthermore, if you want to join in and suggest a movie for us to watch, why not tweet us at off Radar Podcast or email us on offradarpod at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, share, and review. It really helps getting the pod out there. For now, strap in, turn the volume up, and let's go off, off radar. radar. <laughs> I think you need to turn off Etox camera already. So, hello, welcome to series two of Off Radar. And uh, here we are again. This time, the format's slightly different. The whole series is all about films. And my two amigos joining me, James Etock. Hello. <laughs> you never get every time. He was surprised, wasn't he? <laughs> it's like, oh, is that me? Oh, always, oh, oh, oh. There's always a cue there for a hello. And Neil Brock. Who? What? Uh, hello. Nige. Yeah. We call him Thank Nige. You. Thank you. Hello. And if you want to... Uh, find out a little bit more about our chats you can go back to series one you can listen to us waffling on about the 80s the 90s the noughties the 2010s rocky movies and rom-coms we've done quite a few but this series what we've done is one of us has picked a film that we either haven't seen or haven't seen in a long time then we're, all three of us have gone away to watch that movie and now we're going to chat about it so this week we are going to talk about a film that James Etock suggested that is called Red Heat from 1988, starring Arnie and Jimmy Belushi. And just one thing, when I was looking up James Belushi, I um, I typed in James Belushi and then it kept coming up with Jim Belushi. And I was like, Who, who's Jim Belushi? <laughs> I, I, I got so confused. I was like, is that his brother? And I didn't realise that on like the internet, they call him Jim Belushi as well as James Belushi. But anyway, so Etoch. Yes. Maybe tell us why you picked this film and a little bit about what the hell it's about. Um, well, this is the thing, right? So obviously we were picking quite random films. And I think the, as you said in the intro, it was films that we may have seen a long time ago or films we've recently seen recently or films that we've never seen. So I chose a film that I hadn't seen because I thought, what's easy for a podcast? A really complicated meta film with a hundred storylines or an Arnie film. So I went with the Arnie film um, just because I thought like it's it's going to it's going to be a laugh anyway. And dare I say, oh boy, was I proved correct. It was a uh, it was a hilarious film. So Red Heat, um, you've asked me what the synopsis is. It's so Arnie's a Russian and he's chasing a Russian man and the Russian man ends up. 
I need to interject there. He is Please. a Soviet who is chasing a Georgian man. So whilst they're referred to as Russian by uh, the Americans within their own country, there's there's quite a divide between the two. Oh yeah, so. I mean it's it's and it's the Cold War, so they're just the Russians. But yeah, I, I take on your political points and uh, <laughs> geographical uh, references. Niger's, you know, in this day and age, we've got to be very careful what we say. <clears throat> we don't want to alienate any uh, uh, Russian uh, viewership. Or from yeah. that uh, that part of the world. So, if any Russians are listening, um, yeah, we love Ivan Drago, um, amongst other things. And he <laughs> was great by a Scandinavian. The- yes, yeah, so, <laughs> Nigel. What is Nigel? Nigel become like the truth sayer or something. <laughs> Any- anyway, that's right. <laughs> yeah, but your 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 uh, accuracies within the synopsis are pretty far better than my synopsis is going to be anyway. So yeah, they end up in America, and hilarity. No. Sh- uh, shenanigans, hijinks uh, follow in which lots of stuff happens. <laughs> and this is the best synopsis. <laughs> because the, I'm sure that's what the back of the box says on the DVD. <laughs> Things happen. Um, Arnie's like, no, and, and Jim Belushi's like, yeah. 10 to 1, he doesn't speak English. Captain Danko? Yes. I'm Detective Sergeant Gallagher, Chicago Police Department. Glad to meet you. Thank you. It's 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 a it's, it's a bizarre film, isn't it? It's it's a very weird film. Like let's just like I'm not going to do a synopsis because I, to be honest, I sat there watching it and most of the time I thought this is very paint by the numbers. But at the same time, I really don't know what's going on. I mean, the, the, I, I I've got my notes obviously. One thing to the... say, Etoc, before Go you get going, yeah, is. No, you don't know this. Etoc messaged me earlier, and uh, he did exactly what I did, <laughs> and what tried to watch the film on the internet. Go, go and go and watch it on Amazon. Rent it, which is what I then did after watching the first twenty minutes with no subtitles in Russian. Oh come on! <laughs> um, and he, both of us did that. <laughs> You don't need subtitles for this film. You know exactly what's happening. Baddies, oh no, goodies, here we go. Oh, cop and cop. We've got same same job, uh, but different strategies. Good cop, bad cop, or USA cop, Russian cop, uh, or wherever he's from. So yeah, the first first eleven minutes I just wrote down is are ridiculous. It's <laughs> I, I wrote I wrote three words. I wrote Arnie thong snow because that's literally what happens it's it just opens up with a load of nude people in like a what do you call it? like a not a sauna like, it's like a, a bathhouse um, isn't it yeah bathhouse that's the exact words and uh arnie sees some blokes and he's like all right and he turns up and he's in his little thong <laughs> then there's like there's like just he punches a bloke for a window i think if i remember rightly it was you know it was a day or so ago i saw it I'm still trying to... I'm probably going to go to therapy because of the scenes I witnessed. Then Arnie's wrestling with some guys in snow. I'm like, what is... Yeah, I mean, even if all, I knew... All the while ex- he's in his thong as well. In his, his little his, tiny uh, pants. Toga. I mean, it, he looks fantastic. I mean, if, if you're casting for a film and in the script it says, man in thong, it's like, you want to get, like, the best... It's either him or Dolph at that point, and probably, you know, um, Sylvester. Um, not the cat, the, uh, the, the Stallone. But what I laughed about the 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 the, the, uh, the thing that made me laugh was during the opening credits. Uh, you kind of alluded to it earlier when you were name dropping the cast. Was it came up Larry Fishburne? And I was like Larry Fishburne. And I was like, oh Lawrence Fishburne. Did he in the eighties was he, he just La- Lazar Fishburne? So apparently, yeah, because I know I know him as Lawrence Fishburne. So I was like, 
currency speculation and drug dealing. Where did you get this information? Jim Belushi, it's weird. You kind of watch it and you think, oh, he's he's such a kind of... He's done a lot of shit films. That's oh, the best he's way shit. To... He is utterly yeah. shit. I'm is sorry. He... Yeah, he's the, like, Nigel Appreciation. He's the Marty Janetti of that uh, the yeah. brothers. Oh, you know I like I mean? Marty Janetti. Like, Oops, he's, sorry. He's, sorry. He's the tag team partner in the new Rockers. That's there we how go. bad he is. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. He's Leaf Cassidy. Um, <laughs> so, but he's yeah. such bizarre casting isn't it to have arnie and jimmy belushi alongside but, you might as well have had the i don't know like imagine like arnie and young tom hanks at that age in there or yeah that's actually a good but the thing is i think it kind of works in a way i i, I didn't mind out of all of belushi's work i've seen I, I would say that was probably my one where i'm like oh that was actually acceptable how did you get that piece through customs diplomatic immunity what do you retire your uniform? I now work undercover. It was so full of silly, stupid shit, and they're, they're trying to paint this whole this whole thing of like, hey, these guys deep down they're real friends. It's like I'm not getting this at all because Arnie is so. Again, it's that classic bit of Arnie casting. We need a guy to play a like a robot man cyborg thing. Oh, this Arnie guy—he's got very little personality, and it was clear he was picked for this role because it's like I can deliver lines like this. Like no actor could devolve as much as Arnie does, if that makes sense. He's perfect mm. for this, you know, the fish out of water, as it were. Um, but just like some of the lines in it, I just wrote them down. Like at one point, they're walking through the precinct, and you've got the typical cop boss who's like you guys are disappointing me and all this stuff and it's it's all these classic lines and there's one bit where he's um he's like you need to escort uh arnie he doesn't say arnie obviously um what's his name let's call him ralph <laughs> you need to escort ralph did you watch the to- film <laughs> yeah, I did. i'm worried the synopsis is taking a long time and having oh, no, watched not- it about an hour ago i have no idea what happens in the version he talked watch so. no no, no this, is, this is the synopsis i'm just like i gave up with the synopsis i'm just doing right, lines okay. from the movie now so <laughs> that's what <laughs> <laughs> that's what bit made me laugh so much where he's walking down the stairs and it's a great shot because it's them two just walking down a staircase um, and he's like you gotta escort him back to uh, wherever and he says uh, he goes <laughs> he goes <laughs> Belushi's like do I look like a fucking cab to you and, and Arnie just goes yes it's just so good. But throughout the film, I just kept thinking to myself, when is it... I, I, honestly, I honestly believe, you know, when you look at the Simpsons' McBain parody, I honestly think it's this film they looked at more than any other Arnie film. You remember the McBain parody, which is like... Yeah, really of course. Arnie. Yeah. You look at all of... Yeah. yeah, you look at a lot of Arnie's films, that's not based on Terminator. That's not based on, you know, this film, that film, this film, that film. It is cl- like Running Man or Raw Deal. It just... this It's clearly this movie because it's him walking around with a giant gun at points and i was literally just waiting from that scene for, <laughs> for <laughs> from uh, simpsons where the boss is like you know mcbean you know you you blew up this thing as in this in this precinct we do things by the book and then arnie you know just shoots the book in this department we go by the book by book it's, it's, that's the scene I was waiting for in this movie. Um, stuff like, there was another line, he's the perfect weapon, he's a loose cannon. It's like, what, th- th- these are lines in this movie. And and of course, then you've got, again, with the Arnie stuff, uh, Jim Belushi, they, they interrogate a criminal beforehand. He's like, you can't touch his ass. And he goes, I don't want to touch his ass. It's just fucking, this movie is just... Ugh. 
absurd the fact and he's then, actually got a kind of russian twang at times as well yeah uh, it kind yeah. of like starts off like arnie and then after about 30 minutes you're like is he got a really bad russian twang <laughs> it kind of gets developed as the film goes on you knew i would get information from the domovich well if you watch the first 15 minutes without uh with no subtitles you might notice he does actually try to speak russian oh no 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 yes. I, I know he's speaking but, but russian. no this is it like he spent two months trying to learn russian he did actually speak russian in the film when i was about 12 i thought Arnold schwarzenegger was russian so like oh, uh-huh. many an american producer i think certainly one yeah. in the 80s probably thought that was the case i think in, in fairness to the film, I think during that period of the 80s, there was this like fascination with sort of Russia, with the Soviet Union, the USSR. We saw it with Rocky Four, with Dolph Lundgren. We saw it obviously with, in this with Arnie. And I think they tried to do something a bit different. I feel quite sorry for the director, Walter Hill. Um, he's, he's done a couple of amazing films. He did The Warriors. Warriors, come I, to I, 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 yeah. He did, he did um, another one called Southern Comfort. Mm. Um, and both those films kind of show like the really sort of down in the gutter style parts of like America, like uh, Southern Comfort. It's like Louisiana, it's people out on like army exercises, and in Warriors, it's obviously tr- obviously trying to cross uh, New York in like a this sort of gangster grimy situation i think they tried to do a similar thing with with red heat obviously they go to chicago and it's like everyone you kind of meet in this film is a piece of shit like mm, like yeah. you've got prostitutes you've got drug dealers you've kind of got sort of gangsters and everything else and so the idea kind of makes sense it's just they put fucking jim belushi in this film yeah. and everything from that point on just sort of falls on its face because whilst you've got a concept that admittedly is like really generic paint by numbers yeah he loses his partner the other guy loses their partner they become partners they're both trying to chase the same man yada 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 you've just got arnie who the director actually instructed to be kind of super straight laced not Mm. trying to do like funny arnie just like you're a big scary russian bloke that you can't even touch his ass i do not want to touch his ass I want to make him talk. It's just crazy. It's such a missed opportunity because, as you kind of mentioned, if they'd had someone with like an iota of, sort of personality I've, or just someone who could actually act, I think it would have made a big difference. But Belushi, every time he's on the screen, it's just, it's just so forced and so horrible in terms of how he's trying to get the story across. And then you've got like Gina Gershon rocking up in it, looking mm. amazing, like great, but her character makes absolutely no sense like no, that whole no bit, not at it's all just, it's just not nonsense it's just like oh i married this russian guy yeah. who's been in america for five minutes and it's like he did what now and yeah just there's so well, much stuff also like that. i'm gonna i'm gonna as quickly betray him for no apparent <laughs> reason it was yeah. like wait what and and the whole um yeah i think the one thing you, you mentioned there about the fascination with russia during the 80s is, is so true but i think with this film they they somehow managed to avoid the typical cliche which is let's make fun of russia they don't do that at all. There's no real like, oh, you guys are do it like a certain way. It's almost like at times they're just saying, actually, you, your guys' way kind of works, you know. Like, yeah. it, it's you think it's going to be, hey, we're America, we're a great country, but it, I think it kind of meets in the middle somewhere. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, with that. I, 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 we both have problems. That's kind yeah, of what it's yeah, saying. That's, yeah, yeah. It was um, interestingly enough the first american movie to actually film in moscow's red square as well and uh like well you can tell it's just all those massive establishing shots at the beginning i don't know where they filmed the 
I don't know, well, the naked it was, scene. But um, it was sneaky, sneaky, wasn't it? Because they, yeah. they didn't actually get permits to do it. I, I was reading about this and how they kind of had to almost pretend it was a student film that they were filming <laughs> rather than an action. And like judging from watching the film, there are elements where you'd be like, yeah, this is probably a student film. But I don't think that was the bit that they actually intended to do it like that. But, and one of your but, your points there, Nigel, about Belushi and his acting and stuff. Uh, apparently, another thing is a lot of the film they they actually kind of wrote it as they were filming it. So the fact <laughs> that, that Belushi, to begin with, is like, I'm going to go by the book and all of that. And then he just like he totally contradicts himself like two minutes later. And it's, it's really confusing. But apparently they just kind of wrote some of the dialogue for him, especially as they went along. Time to feed Berakid. What's that, Russian for jerking off? Which probably you know excuses some of those kind of little holes <laughs> in how it's done i mean i personally it you know it's definitely not arnie's best film but i i enjoyed how bad it was if that makes sense yeah I, yeah yeah likewise i enjoyed like the ridiculousness of that first scene like i was literally like I imagine in you two watching that and really enjoying that scene. I did enjoy it. That's the crazy thing. Aside yeah. from like the last 15 minutes where I think it kind of, the whole bus scene, it kind of falls a bit flat on its yeah. face. I think it's a great, well, it's a decent film. And I think from 1982 to I think about 94, Arnie had a run of films that 15-year-old me thinks every single one is fantastic. Now, if I went back and watched some of those, like maybe like Red Sonja, I'd be a bit like, ooh, maybe Raw Deal perhaps. But some of them absolutely stand up. You've got your Predator, you've got, I'd say Commando still stands up today. Running Man. Running Man, exactly. Total Recall. uh, Kindergarten Cop even to an extent, and then finished at True Lies. Then from that point, I don't think he's done almost a single good film maybe one that's like average but nothing that would kind of fit into that mm. period yes. from 82 to, to 94 and this was the only film from that period that i'd never actually watched up until about maybe a month or two ago where i kind of had it on in the background whilst i was playing poker with some mates good old lockdown poker and i sort of had it back on in the background with subtitles and sort of trying to watch it without actually watching like you've alluded to it's just like what the hell is going on all of a sudden there's just like random people showing up in hotels shooting guys in bathrooms yeah. and there's, people um, screaming and you just like bit, a scene, just, uh, yeah there's a scene in the hospital and it it almost goes oh. like naked gun style like it really does the, with the, the nurse the, the, the bloke, it, the, there's a nurse who's running down like the ward and is clearly dressed up like a man it's clearly a up. bloke <laughs> and then there's like, like oh wow look at that nurse. Yeah, yeah she's hard and there's a <laughs> Tray and then he falls over and it's like oh my god am I what am I seriously watching a spoof right now and I I mean I still found it funny but yeah it is I don't I couldn't the, I don't the, think they were trying to be funny <laughs> which is the almost tragic thing like uh, Arnie shoots the nurse like six times and then yes. runs after I think he's running after Ger- Arnie's already yeah, running after Gershon yeah. and then um. Belushi sits down beside the person who's been shot t- six times and checks the pulse. It's like the person's been. <laughs> I mean, that's that is Naked Gun esque. And like you say, it was almost like when Arnie's running down the corridor and pushes over the the thing of the the the, the trolley, trolley of trays. Yeah. It's like what? That, that's there's like a camera set up for that amazing action shot. It's like oh no. <laughs> and even the conclusion at the end of the film, like Nigel says, it's it's so the last fifteen minutes, it's like the wheels just come off, or like it's the shopping trolley with the the dodgy wheel where Arnie's got the gun pointed at the baddie 
And Belushi's like, oh, no, you can't do that. So he points, Arnie's pointing the gun at Belushi now, and it's like, okay. And then literally five minutes later, after the most ridiculous scene where Arnie's driving a coach towards, or a bus, as the Americans call it, a bus, towards another bus, and they're playing bus chicken. Get ready to swerve! Come on, get ready to swerve! I'm not going to watch it again. Anyone oh, listening who's not seen it, I'd, I'd probably, if you've had a few beers or a spliff or something, you'd probably enjoy it uh, with some friends. Um, I, I I love watching Arnie films for the kind yeah, of, of the, the comedy and the ridiculousness of them. You know, you get that even in his best films. But seeing it in his worst film is is kind of or one of his worst films is worth watching for the fun of it. Um, the, another... oh, I think you're being really harsh. I Do think you? it's bad. I don't think it's that bad. Well, honestly, I I would watch that over anything he's made in the last sort of over twenty five years. Like it's it's crazy, really. Like it, yeah, it's it's cheesy. Well, maybe I'm being a bit too generous, but I think there's elements to it that that are okay. But yeah, I just think Belushi brings it down. Like the first the first twenty five minutes, I really enjoyed. Like as you said, it was a bit ridiculous fighting in the snow, but that was just quintessential Arnie in the eighties. And I think it was yeah, actually quite yeah, a brave yeah. thing for them to do an action film in the eighties where the first twenty minutes no one speaks a word of English. And it's like, my God, someone actually done that. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, absolutely. that's why I continued watching it. For you know, I was like, oh, there'd just be subtitles for a minute. And I thought oh, I might as well stick with this. And then after like I don't know, fifteen minutes, I was like, actually, I'm, I can't. I'm going to have to. So I went on Amazon <laughs> and paid five quid for the privilege of oh, this mate, film. Oh, mate, it isn't worth and, five uh, pounds. <laughs> to to rent it for forty eight hours. And then I was like, right, I've got to watch the whole film quickly now. Uh, oh, <laughs> watch that's it reminded me as well. Uh, Walter Hill also directed forty eight hours. So uh, yeah, oh, oh, and okay. and Brewster's Millions, which kind of goes think, against oh, everything Bruce's, I said earlier. Uh, anyway, I was going to say, like in terms of, it's funny. I watched Warriors. I'd watched Warriors over the years, but I watched it the whole way through for the first time about a week ago. I, so oh, wow. I didn't. I, I haven't. I didn't realize yeah. he directed. Oh, it's 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 a really good film. Kind of dated in that nineteen eighty or well, late seventies, early eighties yeah. uh, thing, but it's. It's a very simple film. Like, it's not. Okay, start discussing the Warriors very quickly. Um, it's a very simple film. It literally is. We got to get from here to here, but it's it's the way it's done. And and for a film that is so action orientated, there's some really good characters in it. And like character oh, yeah. being like a, a really good word. And plus, it's that CD 1980s America that I just kind of wish was still around. But yeah, Red Red Heat. The, my, Basically, my only- Red Heat. We recommend you watch the Warriors. Warriors. <laughs> yes, <it's Well>, <laughs> One of the other things that I noticed when I was watching it is the the fighting sound effects. I don't know if you guys know this. Oh, yeah. It's when like, it's, oh my Rocky God. 3 is comic book. This was like I, I, like I just went piao or push, push. Do you know Miranda? Never heard of the bitch. And the, even the music had like... It wasn't even like eighties at times. It was almost like seventy twangs. Like, oh, I need to, I need to talk about the music as well. So uh, it was actually done by like uh, James Horner, who's like was one of the most famous sort of music composers in like the eighties, nineties. He's done. He did Titanic. He did Avatar. He also wow. did something I really noticed because there was like this weird panpipey flute sound. He yes. did Willow. He did Willow. Oh. He did like batteries not included. If you look up his list of films, it like. It's in oh, absolutely wow. insane what he's done. But yeah, the score for this film, it just it almost didn't make any sense with what you were actually watching. Oh, 
I'm glad I watched it. I wouldn't watch it again, but <laughs> if anyone's listening, yeah, give it a watch. It's it's a fun film, and I mean, if it wasn't Arnie, like you kind of alluded to at the beginning, Etoc, if it was one of the others, it, it probably would be even worse. Like, you know, actually, if that was Stallone, it would have just been ripped. Like, Stallone is a Russian. Oh my god, oh, it would have been unwatchable. Yeah, I, I, yeah. or, or Van Damme, no or the long run. You know, like it just, but because it's Arnie, he gets away with being in it, and it, yeah, yeah, it's. Well, one other thing I, I never realised was when I was sort of growing up, I obviously knew about all these films in kind of that era I mentioned before. I always assumed that Red Heat was one of the really early ones he did when he wasn't mm. really that famous. And it was like, oh, it's just like a random film for Arnie. And I realised he did it like after Terminator and after quite a lot of his sort of bigger profile films. And I'm mm. thinking, why the hell did he do that? Having watched it, it's like, yeah, why did he do this now? But he really wanted, again, to work with William Hill, because uh, not William Hill, uh, Walter Hill, because, <laughs> William Hill. <laughs> because he's a gambler. Um, really wanted to work with Walter Hill and vice versa. Basically, Walter Hill helped write the film just so he could do one with Arnie. And like I said, I think there's elements of Arnie's character that kind of work, but yeah, it just, it kind of dies on its ass a bit at the end. And yeah I, I, it doesn't necessarily hold up as well and unfortunately none of us kind of watched it at that point where perhaps we would have engaged with it a bit more maybe yeah like maybe 15. had we watched it in the 80s or even 90s as kids and then maybe we'd have a bit more affection to it you ship drugs to my country and one morning you will wake up and find your testicles floating in glass of water next to your bed i'm a holy man i got no need for testicles then i settle for your eyes all right so the final word i'm gonna let's all review it as in how many out of 10 would you give red heat so oh, surely that's far too many numbers of stars to give like no I, I like i like an out of 10 although out most of people <laughs> <laughs> what do you reckon Nigel? now for me to, to be like a 10 it'd have to be ridiculous I, I, i've not seen mm. many 10s i would say six is kind of like a general oh yeah if you watched it on netflix and you thought oh that's all right that's a six this i would probably give a five it's kind of just below that level it's as you say it's kind of enjoyable enough to watch to a point but i don't think it's the sort of film you would necessarily go back to loads unless you're in a situation where you literally had one vhs in your house and you just watched it over and over again (laughs) brilliant he talk what would you give it out of ten um, I think f- I was going to go four, just that four, four out of ten. Yeah, okay. I was probably going to go somewhere in the middle of that, so I, 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 I'd probably go four and a half out of ten. How do you Soviets deal with all the tension and stress? Vodka. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you want to get in touch. Why don't you join in and maybe suggest a film for us to watch on offradarpod at gmail.com or you can tweet us at offradarpodcast. Next week, we're going to be chatting through Palm Springs. So if you want to get ahead of the game, why don't you watch that in the next week and join in? Let us know what you think of the film, send in your opinions and views, and we'll see you next time on Off Radar.